this magic. I need that magic. I need that magic. Welcome, my lovelies. Welcome to another Naked Football Show, the very first of the season, and hopefully not the last, as long as we all survive. Um, delighted to welcome back for his first appearance for, is it roughly three years, Mr Richard Woodward. Hello, Richard. Hi, Graham. Yeah, my, blimey, that was a nice kind of introduction. If we survive, we, we want positivity, do we not? And do we need a ban on the C word as well? And not that one, the other one. Do we need to kind of, or do we have to talk about COVID and stadiums and all that mumbo jumbo that none of us really want to talk about? No, I know. It's just a, a death wish on my part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, Richard can be twatted, can't you? You can be got on yes. Twitter by... With, you can read that out, because I'm just get it wrong if I do it. At Ips Rich, yeah. And, um, yeah, and, our, and a, a little brief plug for our podcast, Apple Monday ITFC, um, if you want to speak. Of to course. And, and obviously, I, I've, I've come on, because I have to pay homage to the, the ITFC podfather that is the Naked Footy Show. So I, I'm, it's Pod my absolute father. pleasure to be back here. And I came up with Podfather. I don't think I nicked it from anywhere, but I probably have. But you're the, you're the Podfather, Graham. Should be the, should be the grandfather. Wow, well, whatever you prefer. <laughs> actually, I'm meeting a couple of your guys uh, um, after this, actually. Okay. Um, Hopefully there's only six of you, yeah? The Stat and uh, DD, yeah. Oh, nice. Well, they're, 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 they forgot the football was on. But, I was going to uh, say, you're gonna, are you going to Fulham, are you? No. Well, it's a home, isn't it? It's not a Fulham, but um, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. No, um, sneaking into the the churchmans or something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, who was it? Was it you who took a picture of yourself there the other day when you weren't really there? Yeah, I, that um, and people fell for it, and I had to tweet the next morning saying you realised that was a joke because because a few people kind of thought that I had got either VIP access, and let's be honest, I do not, or I broke in illegally. Um, the club haven't been in contact, but um, yeah, it was that was from a um, I did a video, a, po- a few post match videos for Sky a couple of years mm. ago in the relegation season, which were depressing, and that was after we lost, I think, to Reading two one, I think it was, or maybe something like that. Um, so I, I thought I'd have a little bit of a giggle, and maybe a few people didn't spot the joke. <laughs> No, well, it got me for the first, first, for, until I realised, and then someone pointed out stewards and stuff, and I thought, oh, how good my um, Olimar or Alistair spotted the colour of the nets was also um, different. So no. top marks for um, it's kind of where's Wally type forensic eyesight for Olimar. He spotted that one as well. <laughs> There's always someone, isn't there? There's always someone. Um, actually, for for, any, for listeners, um, the reason we're on the phone is twofold: a because of COVID, and there's not that many people back in the studio yet, but that might change soon. Um, but also, Richard doesn't live here, do you, Rich? No, I'm a I'm a exiled blue in the Midlands in um in lovely Warwickshire. So um, um, so it has its. So you're friends. relatively safe then, aren't you? Because you're quite posh. I've got well, I've got a castle that I can escape into, I guess, if it all <laughs> kicks off. But I think I'm I'm not too far from the Midlands and um, Solihull, where they've we've now banned households mingling. So I think East Anglia, you guys generally speak keep to yourselves don't you you know there's like the famous thing about Norwich which is Norwich is coming into its own and and I think East Anglia is kind of similar to that you, you guys don't branch too far out so I think your cases are lower than ours but um, I do have a castle if if it all kicks off if the end of the world comes yeah I mean Norwich lives up to its reputation as a family club doesn't exactly it right does. <laughs> um, well I suppose we all talked about proper football didn't we really that's yes. what we're here for and we've only got we haven't got that long um so 
basically, I mean, we haven't really had a season as such, but what have you made of it so far? And talking about things, I'm talking in particular about, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Come on, help me, Rich. Tactics and stuff, goals and stuff. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, set up, set up. Yeah. Yeah. Formation. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, well, firstly, it looks like someone has mentioned to Paul Lambert that formations and stuff are important. So that's that's an immediate improvement, isn't it, from from mm. the kind of the latter end of last season, where the last memory I have is us playing against Coventry, losing one nil, and not really knowing what formation we were playing, and the players not really sure either. So I think the first kind of positive is at least we have a appeared to have a consistent system, the four three three, and the selection, the rotation appears to have been dropped as well, albeit our options for rotation are diminishing by default because everyone keeps getting injured. Um, but I don't know about you, Graham. I was quite, um, the Bristol game was quite um, heartening in, t- in terms of that system and positive attacking play. And then Wigan, again, probably a little bit more of a trickier opponent and a fixture that mattered. And those kind of positive traits were continued, but still a bit of concern that we haven't really played maybe a team that is fully up and at it yet. And Wigan are, we call them on, the, on our pod, Crisis Club Wigan CCW. So you don't really know the benchmark of what a good team is yet, but we've played two games at Portman Road, ignoring the, the Arsenal EFL trophy game, where we've kept two clean sheets and scored five goals and played the same formation throughout. Um, so those injuries aside, I think relatively positive start, wouldn't you say? Yeah, and, and we're positively brimming with midfielders, aren't we? And they're actually <laughs> playing well. And I'm glad um, Dazelle's having a bit of a run in the side because he a he's been unlucky, and b I think a lot of people didn't, didn't realise quite how good he is. Yeah, well, he was he was spraying balls left and right, yeah. wasn't he on Sunday? Absolutely. Particularly. So even yeah. looking the other way while he did it. <laughs> exactly right. He's got that bit of class, hasn't he? And I think all of us, you know, particularly um, Dave on our show has has been a long admirer of him. I think most of us are, but just were worried that either the rotation stuff or maybe injuries would just stop him ever fulfilling his potential so as long as he does you know as long as he stays fit and Lambert doesn't bomb him out of the team at the first sign of a shaky performance he could be really important this season for us couldn't he mm. yeah just I in mean, time for his contract to expire next summer yeah that is the thing isn't it yeah well you've got to hope then that one way or another he has a good season so that if, even if we don't keep him at least we might get a bit of dosh yeah but, or he um, might have but, got us to the top six or something as well yeah yeah, but and we do. I mean, we have obviously, and that's a bit of a, a bone of contention. The um, you know El Mazzuni and, and Amando Dobra, um, whether we let him go out or keep them. The thing with um, he's now for some bizarre reason Lambert has done a full circle, hasn't he? And, and instead of playing the kids and then you know weakening sides for cup matches, he's gone full blast for both of them so far. Yeah, and, be... which means that El Mazzuni and Dobra don't get the game time. Yeah, so, I, I, it'll be interesting to see whether he does that again tonight because I just don't think he has the options particularly in those wide positions as you say where Dobra can certainly play one side yeah um and um because there are some eight we've got the good thing is we have a really experienced squad and consistent selections and all that stuff should help them establish the partnerships and stuff like that but these guys can't play to to use the Mick kind of phrase Saturday Tuesday Saturday Tuesday and Mm. I'd be really anxious if um if Ward and Chambers and Judge were all in the team this evening for Fulham or for Fulham whenever you listen to this back because I just don't think they can sustain that and the league is more important let's be honest if we lose to Fulham tonight in the cup I'm not going to be too upset about it no Um, there will be people that are though (laughs) true uh, but if it comes at a cost of 
you know, those guys not being getting injured or being kind of not fully fit for Bristol Rovers part two, then I think that's a bit of a failure, isn't it? I agree. I mean, I've, I've often thought let's you know we're not going to win any of these cups we might win the efl one but then so what um yeah, yeah i'm with you there but it's a lot of people want a cup run whatever it may be yeah and as you wembley, say yeah. it could cost us but the new wembley i mean we, we yeah and that last season the efl trophy was weird wasn't it because we played the kids who did really well um, mm. and then brought in some more experienced players for the game at exeter and then and then lost so yeah. it, I, I would have always kept the efl trophy for for giving the under 23s a chance so i was a yeah. bit surprised at the strength of the team, but maybe it was seen to be a pre-season game, you know. Yeah, um, and, and of course you could argue that, especially the season before last, it might have cost Portsmouth promotion. So, yep. anyway, mm. should we go on to tweets? Because otherwise yeah. I'd go all the way back to 1981 and start crying. <laughs> Do you remember the good old... I don't, I wasn't born, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I still haven't... Well, I did tweet it actually, because I, I, I won't let it lie. I remember the Premier League era though, and... Blimey, there'll be some people listening to this and who, who we interact with, I'm sure, on Twitter who weren't even born when we were beating Liverpool at Anfield 1-0 and oh, all that sort of stuff, you know. Um, we scored six past United, Man United, twice. I remember, I, I've seen the highlights, I don't remember that one. Yeah, well, we, I mean, we beat them 6-0 and missed three penalties in, one, yeah. in that game, didn't we? Oh, then were the days, we just stopped there. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go on to tweets, shall we? This is from Ben Southgate, who I think you acknowledge because he's a mate of yours, isn't he? he was. Yeah, primary school. So that is, yeah. that's quite a, yeah, he's got a good and memory. And he comes from, he lives in Oz now. Yeah, he does. Doesn't it's he? It's right for some, isn't it? Yeah, the weather's turning nice, I'm guessing. It's a bit of a trek to Port Rose. At least I've only got to go down the M6 and the A14 to get home. A little bit of a different trek for him. Hello, Ben. Yeah, I've got. I promised Ben I'd find out where my partner she lived, used to live near Sydney. But as I said on a tweet, nearby, near in Australian terms, could be a thousand miles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great, the plane. Yeah. Um, right. He he says hello, GB, and hello to my old school friend Ipswich. That's you at IPS. R-I-C-H, if you want to get hold of Richard here. Um, long-time listener and first-time emailing from Sydney. My question is in regards to formations. This is what we were going to talk about, wasn't it? Do you think that PL will stick to the 4-3-3 or switch back to 4-4-2 once we have a couple of bad results? Yeah, that's an interesting question because we never know with Mr Lambert, do we? Thanks, Ben. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a really good question, that one, because I think what Lambert has said to the, to the press is the 4-3-3 is the default position and he admitted that the 4-4-2 from last season was um, was just kind of an accident from pre-season when Jackson and Norwood seemed to, to score goals. I never never really thought those two clicked as a partnership um, as, as much. I don't think, you know, they still performed well but I didn't feel like it was a totally functional partnership but yeah, I, I, I you've got to hope he keeps it. You know, uh, what you don't want him to do which is what happened last season is we have, we have a blip we have a, a bad result or a bad performance and everything gets chucked up in the air and we start again from scratch and it sounds like as I said what he's been saying to the press and I think what Evans has maybe been insisting on is a little bit more consistency so fingers crossed for all of us that um, that he keeps it with the four three three. yeah at least at least for the foreseeable and, and give it a chance to work and you know if we get to a point where we get figured out then he needs a plan B. What that is, I guess we don't. We'll find out. Yeah. So the point really is consistency, isn't it? It is it's not just consistently winning games. It's consistency in um, formation. Really, for, for the players' sake, more than more yeah. than anything. And 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 let's be let's be honest. League One, the standard is is not the same as the Championship. You know. So if you've got excellent players, and on paper we do, and you've got a, a system that works to bring out the best in them, then really we shouldn't be worrying too much about trying to 
tactically outsmart our opponents. Um, but maybe that's me being um, a little bit down on the on League One and maybe thinking we're better than we are. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, very early days, isn't it? It's, it, it's quite. Um, I'm feeling reasonably optimistic looking at the way they're playing, and maybe central defence is still a bit dodgy. But yeah. um, Mikey Penty Smith. You know all these people. You know them better than I do, I think. Uh, what single thing are you both missing from the matchday experience? I think our um, answer is the same, isn't it, Graham? You what? It's, our answer will be the same for this one, surely. Probably. The size, he, said, he goes on, the size uh, when one of our defenders puts a long pass into the cobbled stand, is that one of them? Or the pre-match music mashups, the shout of, get rid of the bloody thing, or something else. <laughs> I just, I just, yeah, the, our answer is going to be the same, isn't it? Yeah, it's isn't the it? bit before three o'clock, isn't it? It involves the pub and beer and stuff, it does. doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so, um, to answer Mikey's question as as in the spirit it's intended, I, I like the mention of the sigh. I, it's the Suffolk sigh, isn't it? Which is, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed with mm. that pass that you tried and failed to make there, um, which I think is a little bit more passive aggressive and, and probably hurts the players more than shouting and abusing them with booze. Um, what do I miss about the Paul Moroni? We abuse, abuse ourselves with booze. Well, that's true as well. Yeah, I'm used to people arguing that's in the North Stand. That's that's the match day experience I miss. Is... I was talking about the other sort of booze. Oh, <laughs> with said in it, yeah, of course. Sorry, it's a little bit slow on the update there. Um, yeah, I don't know, Graham. I, I, I think it is the bit before and after. I mean, the football, when we're winning, it's great. Um, but it's, 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 it's the stuff with your mates. I, go, I, I sit with a couple of people that, you know, I, I chat to in the pub before and after the game and it's it's all the it's the whole experience but it's the it's the community isn't it it's the it's having yeah. it's having mates around and all that stuff it's it's definitely that I think at the moment yeah I, I was Nick Hornby was on radio four or five earlier he was talking about he's got a new book out uh, and uh, I think it was Emma Barton Emma Burton wasn't it who um was hosting and she said uh, you must you must miss being able to unwind by going to watch Arsenal and he said that's the last thing you do when you watch a football match when yes. you've got a team exactly yeah it's not unwinding is it it's quite, it's quite the other way around exactly right. um, Alex Morton am I the only fan who thinks that Andre looks as if he's dyeing his hair oh I didn't spot that no I'm not sure well it, it's certainly very very dark isn't it it seems to be darker than it used to be but yeah I'm not sure there is some quite, I mean I'm not one to talk about hair um, I'm not particularly uh, blessed in that in that regard but there's a lot of questionable Emma Hughes um, and Luke Wolfenden I'm not a massive fan of, of what they've been up to in lockdown in regards to their hair um, but and I, I know Mikey is um, is concerned about the, the length of Emma Hughes hair about whether there's a man bun that's him and I think he's trying to do one there but yeah, some questionable stuff there. I haven't, I haven't seen Andre Dezels. Uh, he can do what, as long as he's spraying passes from midfield, he can do whatever he wants. Absolutely, yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, Mark Beck. Hello, Mark. Um, he's from ITFC Unrestricted, mm. if you want to get hold of that. Um, Eden GB and Rich. Glad to have Nakey Footy back on the airways. Thank you, mate. Just wondered if either of you have seen Damien Delaney's fantasy dinner party where he's invited four historical leaders to dinner. If you could have dinner with anyone past or present, who would it be? Have you, did you just quickly on the Damien Delaney thing, did you see who he picked? No. So this is a thing for the Crystal Palace programme. And I think his five were, uh, I can't remember all of them. Um, I think Chairman Mao was in there. Genghis <gasps> Khan was in there. 
I think he had, um, oh man, I can't remember who it was. Uh, and then he had kind of Keith Richards in there as well, but he's apparently fascinated with historical figures. And was kind of, his description of Genghis Khan was hilarious because it was kind of like a, a description of a footballer. Like, oh man, he's, he's, he's come a long way since the, uh, the days. He's, you know, to, to lead the, the, all those wars and kill all those people like he did. You know, he's got, he's pretty impressive. You've got to give, give, give him a hand for all of that. You know, it was, it was hilarious. Um, to answer your question though, Mark, um, uh, I don't know. It's an interesting one that. It is, yeah. You've got to have a few musicians. I think you've got to have cater for all the kind of a, a musician, a sportsman, um, a movie actor, or something like that. You know, I, I'm trying to think of you know an Ipswich Town one. You've got to have um, Mr. Cobbold, don't you, Mr. John? Oh yeah, because he's got to keep the white wine flowing. He, he can host, something. and then yeah. maybe the beat, and uh, yeah. So um, yeah, it would be on yours, Graham. I know one. <laughs> I'd call him more a hysteric, hysterical figure rather than historical. I'd have Boris Johnson, and then I'd oh, show fine. him the way to my fridge, and then lock him in it and leave him there. <laughs> there we go. That's, We've gone political. Yeah. We've done I it. know you knew it. You knew it wasn't going to last, didn't you? <laughs> um, I don't know. I thought about it when I saw Mark's tweet, and then I couldn't decide. I know. Uh, so I remember listening to another pod where they chose Genghis Khan. He's obviously a popular figure. <laughs> He's, yeah, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, I'd, I'll have to. Maybe that's a Twitter question. I think we've had similar before on, on the Blue Monday show. We've got another one very in similar. Thanks for that, Mark. In, in similar vein from Mullet here. I love Andre Dazelle. If Paul Lambert was a beer, what beer would he be? Oh, he'd be a vice beer, wouldn't he? He'd be, he'd, he'd be something Bavarian, but, I'm sure. As in VICE or WEIS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll let you decide on that one. Yeah, it, it, well, it, surely a Bavarian beer or something like that, you know. I, th- I think he might have played for a German club. Not 100% sure about that one. Maybe maybe your listeners will confirm on that Did one. he really? I've never heard him. Yeah, speak at some mm. point. He might have won the Champions League, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, that, that's my answer. And, and it's good to see that um, Mullet's picked a, a winner this season of, as opposed to backing the flogging the dead horse of Will Keane. No, that's a joke. That's, um, that sounds really bad. I know you're a Will Keane fan as well, GB. I didn't mean that. Mullet will retaliate. Mullet and um, Duck. We're all Will Keane. Duck is... Duck is um, Will Keane's lucky like you've probably seen oh, him before. Hasn't, didn't yes. I see that on Twitter he's, he shaved his hair though? He's cut his hair off. Yeah. Oh, yeah I suggested wow. he should have cut his throat once they got rid of Will Keane. But, um, <laughs> oh, wow. This is from Noel Baker. <laughs> Noel, hello Noel, at Wolf Noth if you want to get hold of him. W-U-L-F-N-O-T-H. Um, hi Graham and Rich, great to have the show back. What do you think will happen first? We settle down to an attractive, eff- effective pattern of play or I actually managed to get a COVID-19 <laughs> test for my son. <laughs> Well, I'm guessing that even now, and you tweeted over four hours ago, I'm guessing you still haven't got one knowing the way this government is going. I'm assuming that Noel's in the car to Aberdeen. Isn't that the way to get a test, isn't it? We know we said we weren't going to go too political and use the C word, but... Apparently you can fool the system, because if you say you live in London and you want to test in London, then you put your postcode and they'll send you to Aberdeen, as you say. But if you put an Aberdeen postcode in... They'll tell you to go to London, and then you can get a test that you're on your doorstep. Apparently, yeah, that's how it works. works. Consumer advice. Yeah, it works. Apparently. Anyway, um, how are we doing for time? God, oh my lord, it's going quick. I'll uh, um, talk amongst yourself. I was going to say we need we need slow balls missive, don't we? Yeah, we do. Is that's that what, what you're looking for? Dig out slow balls. First missive of the season. Is it going to be sprayed with anti-back gel? Coming from the north, as it does. Um, right, he says. Good evening, Blackers. Good evening, Wooders. Love the show. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try and invite someone with the weirdest name I can find and see how he shortens it. Um, I missed the Wigan game because I was too busy pulling my hamstring playing in my final cricket fixture. 
two for 20 and 23 runs. Does that make any sense to you? I don't know what that means. I don't know what the numbers are in isolation, but when you put them together like that, Graham, it just confuses me, I'm afraid. Yeah, it does me. I don't have <laughs> no idea how that works. <laughs> um, great shame because apparently I missed a virtuoso, yeah, virtuoso, start again, virtuoso performance from young Teddy Bishop, a player I admired and backed from day one, as you and Mrs. Nuts know. Does the panel think that the sudden backing of Drynan or Drinan, if you prefer, is a genuine reflection of his progress or the realisation that finances dictate that Jackson and or Norwood need to be offloaded to balance the books. Thus, the boy Drinan is getting the nod. Great to see the show return, a grain of normality in a desert of uncertainty. Thank you, Slowball. Keep smiling. God bless Ricardo Fuller. Ricardo okay. Fuller. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I'm, not, I'm still not impressed with Drinan. I think he's done well. But he's not the answer, I don't think. Oh, but I could... Graham, really? No, I know. I know. I know. I'm going against the, the tide, aren't I? Here, yeah. Aaron Drynan's the new Will Keane. If I was mullet, I, I'd no. say. Um, I, I think, yeah. So I think um, to slow as Paul's point, I, th- I think um, at the moment Drynan's getting a chance because Jackson in- Jackson's injured, Hawkins isn't fit yet, and Norwood isn't fit yet. Um, but I thought against Wigan, he that lone striker role that we'll now have to play because of the 4-3-3 formation. I thought Drynan's runs were smarter than maybe Nord's were when he came on at half-time. Um, and I thought he was a little bit better at bringing others into play. You know, he hit the bar. Um, Bristol Rovers, he could, have had that, he could have had that volley from close in, which probably should have scored. I quite like him. I think he's made progress. But maybe uh, you're right, he's a little bit of a... Um, he's fortunate because others have, have made space for him. But if he, as Lambert is now saying, if he gets the shirt, he needs to keep it and make it his own, doesn't he? He does, although isn't he injured tonight? <laughs> I think he got injured on, sat- on Saturday, didn't he? Sunday, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, we'll so, I mean, he's, yeah, that's what I mean. He'll be missing tonight, so Norwood will start, which I'd, I'd prefer, but we'll we'll see. Or Hawkins, um, I think, maybe. I think he might get the chance. Well, yeah. Certainly he should get a chance in the EFL Cup. Mm. Um, yeah, of course, for those listening, of course, we're... This is um, Wednesday, and it's before 7 o'clock, so uh, we don't know the result. We could make it up, couldn't we? 3-0 Fulham. Great win. It's a shame. Great to see. There we go. We've hedged our bets. I looked at the odds for Fair winning noise. tonight, and uh, thinking it would be close, but in favour of Fulham, and it's 3-1 to one Ipswich to win. What's going oh, on there? Really? Yeah. Who's your bookie? <laughs> Needs to come to a bookie. <laughs> I can't, these remember. Ones, I can't remember. It was the first one. I thought I might put a quid on us to... To win, and we're three to one on to win. That's just. I mean, Fulham were battered by Arsenal, weren't they? And, and they'll well, they were, but make I mean, eleven changes, so you never know. Well, yeah, must must say, um, congratulations to Harrogate. Having been out mm. to Harrogate for, a, I've been before, but I've never stayed there. Um, met the lovely Mrs. Nuts and Mr. Nuts, and had a few bevies. And uh, of course, I didn't know that Harrogate were in the division below us. It's scary, isn't it? Now I know, um, and they're playing West Brom. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you see the goal that they scored against Southend when everyone yes. stopped? That was an yes, embarrassment, I... wasn't it? On poor oh, Southend right, as well. What yeah. was that? I mean, did they think the whistle had gone? Or so? I, I just I... saw it. I didn't hear the commentary, but I just saw him just stand there in the yeah, air. I, I don't know. I think he assumed that he was going to get that the referee was going to restart it because I think they possibly took a goal kick in a weird way or something. But either way, pretty embarrassing. But good on Har- Harrogate. Yeah. Yeah. Mate. Yeah. We, well. Yeah. We could be playing him soon, one way or another. <laughs> Kings Lane, not before we, too long good weekend well. away. Everyone who can stay around Mrs. Nuts, she reckons. Okay, is it Betty's Tea Rooms? Is that the place to go? Yeah, she used to work there. There you go. Yeah, she used to work there. All the, All the big names. <laughs> oh, Christ, it's nearly time to go. All right. Rich. Um, um, 
because it's weird not doing this in the studio, so I'm sort of panicking about time. Um, I think we've got a few seconds left. Um, what do you think is going to happen today, tonight? I, I so think, I think if you give eight, eight or nine results, I'll just uh, get them to edit the last one, the ones you're wrong out. I quite like, <laughs> yeah, I, I quite like penalties. I th- I'd quite like yeah. penalties. So there you go. I'm going to go for a nil-nil, a dire nil-nil, everyone wasting 10 quid, and then 12-11, like it was for Bournemouth last night on the penalties. Penalties. <laughs> and the way this show works, um, you get to predict the Bristol game as well on Saturday. Oh, I think Bristol will be different. Well, we're a different kind of fish to the the game, the Carabao game that we had before. But I still think we'll probably win as long as we get people fit. Do you know what I mean? If we, mm. if it's another makeshift team because we've had to rotate around, which it might be tonight, um, it might be closer than we think. But I, I like to think a single goal victory. To be honest, he doesn't seem to be rotating now. He's gone from sublime to ridiculous, hasn't he? Right, He's just, well, you know, even playing a senior tonight. team in the EFL Cup. You know, not even giving Dobra and what. Anyway, don't let's start that again. <laughs> um, thank you, Rich. Thank you, Graham. Thank you for for being the virgin, the f- virgin appearance of the day of That's the right. uh, season. Um, Till next week, everyone. Have a good one. Take care. Bye bye.